Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Of course, it's been a terrible, terrible time the last um, week or so. And we are all in terrible mourning for the uh, 1,300 people in Israel that were killed, 1,300 Jewish people. However, it's very important for us, although we are sad and it's terrible and there's no words for it, to um, to understand what we can do. And that is that all Jewish people are really one family. In fact, more than that, really one body. And therefore, any mitzvah that we do not only helps us, but also helps all the Jewish people in Israel. It even helps the souls of those Jewish people who are unfortunately uh, cruelly murdered or soldiers that died in the war. Especially if we can um, put up a mezuzah at somebody's home who doesn't have one, or help them put on tefillin, or light Shabbos candles, mitzvahs that are especially connected with with guarding the Jewish people, giving staka. But for right now, I'd like to tell a little story about tefillin, and maybe this story will inspire someone who doesn't usually put on tefillin to put on tefillin or somebody who knows about tefillin to get somebody who doesn't usually put on tefillin to get on to, to put on tefillin because every mitzvah helps every single Jewish person. And the story goes like this. Once there was a big battle head north in Israel. Israel was fighting one of its was fighting its its enemies. And during the battle, there were some soldiers who were in a trench that's like a dugout, a long dugout hole. And they were in there to try to guard or to get ready for an attack against the enemy soldiers. However, there was a surprise attack from the enemy soldiers that they weren't ready for. And there was many of them, of many of the enemy. And they were very well uh, equipped and it looked like a very difficult situation. Now, it so happened that a couple of the soldiers had on tefillin at that time. They had been putting on tefillin, or maybe there was a rabbi who was visiting them to help them put on tefillin, and they didn't have time to take the tefillin off. They had to jump out and face the enemy immediately. And to their great surprise, as soon as the enemy saw the soldiers with the tefillin on, They dropped their guns and turned around and ran away. Of course, the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force, the Jewish soldiers, won the battle. And in fact, they captured many of the enemy. And they interrogated them. They asked them questions to find out more about important information that they would need to fight other battles. And they asked them why they ran away. After all, the enemy had surprised the Jewish soldiers and they had more soldiers than we did, and they had more equipment than we did. And why did they run away? And the enemy soldiers said, because we saw those scary new weapons, the one black box on your head and the other black box on, box on your arm. And we understood it was some kind of laser weapon or some high-tech kind of a thing. 
And we were afraid. We didn't want to, 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 to risk our lives. Now, the Torah tells us that when the enemies of the Jewish people see the, the name of Hashem on us, that they will be afraid. And this is exactly what the Torah is speaking about. That when the Torah says that the enemies of the Jewish people will see the name of Hashem upon us and be afraid, it's referring to the tefillin. Because the tefillin actually does have Hashem's name. It has shin on the shell rosh, on the part that goes on the head. It has dalid on the knot that goes behind the neck. And it has yud on the knot, on the tefillin shell yad, on the, on the tefillin box that goes on the upper arm. And these three letters spell shin and dalit and yud, one of the names of Hashem. And it's in particular the name of Hashem that stands for the phrase Shomer Dalsei Yisrael, or Dalsos Yisrael, the one who guards the doors of Israel. And so when we put up a mezuzah, or we put on tefillin, that doesn't just help us. It helps all Jewish people, including the Jewish soldiers who are fighting now, including all the Jewish people who are in need of a refor shlema from having been injured. It, and even it helps the souls of those people who unfortunately are no longer alive, no longer with us. I want to just add that many times people will ask me when they hear that I have family in Israel, and they'll ask me, oh, is your family okay? As a matter of fact, I have a son who, his name is Chaim, and he is actually in the army. He's in the reserves. So every time there is, actually every year, he goes to the reserves, and he spends a few weeks or a month training and doing guard work or whatever it is that needs to be done. And so, of course, as soon as this war broke out, they called him up. I think this is maybe his 18th year in the reserves or so. And so when people hear that, they say, oh, I hope that your son is okay. And I have to tell you the truth. When somebody asks me, oh, you have family in Israel, your son's in the reserves, and you have a daughter-in-law, and you have grandchildren, and you have cousins. Are they all okay? And I, I usually say at that point, well, truthfully, all Jewish people are part of our family, and unfortunately, we lost over 1,200 of our brothers and sisters, sons and daughters, aunts and uncles, mothers and fathers, grandparents, because all Jewish people are really one family. And one Jew, unfortunately, Rahman al-Atzlan, is killed. That's like our own relative, our own brother or sister, etc. And so, yes, Baruch Hashem, my son is safe, my daughter-in-law is safe, my grandchildren are safe, all Jewish people are really one family. It's important for all of us to feel the closeness of every single Jew and the unfortunate pain 
when a Jewish person is hurt, even a little bit, so much more so if they're seriously hurt, of course, how terrible if some, one of them is killed or captured by our enemies. And it, we shouldn't just think, oh, it's somebody else's family. It's somebody I don't know. No, it's our family. Every Jewish person is part of our family. And therefore, we should do everything we can. Whenever there's a war like this, hopefully this is the last one, all Jewish people are really called up to the reserves, meaning all of us have to do whatever we can to help the war effort, whether it's learning Torah with extra dedication, doing mitzvahs, getting other people to do mitzvahs. But all of this helps the war effort. If we are in the army, okay, then we have to take a gun and we have to use it in the way that we're supposed to use it. If we are in any position, we have to try to use our position in life to help with Torah, mitzvahs, with good thoughts, etc. May Hashem help that we should have immediate and total victory. As the Rebbe points out, it's very important not to just fight a half a war. If you have to fight a war, then you have to fight it all the way and achieve complete victory. And only then will there be quiet. Only then will there be peace. And may that happen quickly, immediately, so that Mashiach can come in the full way and we should have the Geula immediately. Thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more. And we hear only good news.